Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all things dating and relationships in this modern day. And if you're new here, hi, I'm Gabby. I'm an online dating coach where I help women transform their confidence and live their best lives inside and outside of relationships. So if this sounds like you, if something that you're struggling with in dating is confidence, I'm here for you. And I also, speaking of confidence, just dropped yesterday a whole confidence course that you can take self-guided on your own where you can take actionable steps to becoming your best self, growing that self-esteem. I promise you that all of the tools in here are stuff that I have utilized in real life. You can continue to use to better your confidence every single day. So if you're interested, I'm, I'm doing a two-week special where it's only $99, literally less than $100 to transform into your best self. Are you joking? That's a steal. I'm giving a two-week special on $99. After the two weeks, I am upping the prices. So get it while you can. I promise you there is so much value in this whole course. I've spent a long time working on this. There's smaller videos, but the purpose is to intake the information and to utilize that information throughout the course of your life. So yes, I say confidence in 12 days, but in actuality, it's tools that you can use to become your best self. Just like you going to the gym, you wouldn't go to the gym once and you expect your body to completely transform. You have to utilize those muscles in order to see any type of difference. So if you're not utilizing, if you're not using the tools, it's not going to work for you. But if you're serious about transforming, you don't know where to start, this course is going to help you significantly. But anyway, besides the point, I have taken two weeks off. If you, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I needed a little bit of time to finish the course in order to like come back revived and refreshed. I really wanted to pour all of my energy into the course recording the videos, editing the videos, very special for anyone who uses it. So I did put a lot of time into this. I really hope you guys enjoy. But back to the podcasting, I'm super excited. Um, I did miss July 4th, which was last Tuesday. Um, I figured that no one would be listening to podcasts anyway on July 4th. Because of the holiday, I wanted to make a Miss Independent episode for Independence Day. I realize that this has been like kind of a reoccurring thing that I've seen within a lot of the clients that I have been attracting is women that are so set in their career. They're doing so good in their career. They have every aspect of their lives figured out. They're doing really well for themselves, but then they can't seem to get the dating thing figured out. And a lot of times it's because these women and I was once one of them, so I completely get where they're coming from, are very hyper-independent. Usually when it's going to be working against you, there is an okay balance of being an independent woman. And in fact, most men would like an independent woman to a certain extent, like a self-sufficient, non-clingy type woman. Usually men are craving a woman like that. However, I do think that there starts to be a point where your independence is working against you when it comes to love. Finding that balance of what works and what doesn't, I think is so important when you're looking for love and looking to expand yourself into a partnership. But I wanna talk about a little bit my experience and how it's worked against me and how it's worked for me. So we're gonna get into that today. I think that independent women sometimes get a bad rep just because a lot of men are like, oh, well, she's independent, like she can, do everything herself like it doesn't matter like she's she's got it then like she doesn't need me and 
just because we can take on the world by ourselves doesn't mean we want to tackle every aspect of life on our own and in fact most women if you're saying that you can do everything on your own you don't need a man for anything i think a lot of times we are lying to ourselves and given that energy that we're putting out there if you're putting out the type of energy that like you can do everything on your own you don't need anyone for anything you are the only person that can get it done the way that you need to get it done if if you're putting out that energy that you have to do everything on your own you are going to be left in that space to do everything alone you're not going to attract anyone that's going to want to help you because you don't want the help that i think is the biggest difference between someone who is very hyper independent versus someone who is just independent and is self-sufficient let's say there's a fine line on where that crosses and i think that a lot of hyper independent women don't really realize that they are cutting themselves off from receiving from receiving love from receiving help from receiving anyone else that wants to be in their life they're repelling love in fact because they think that they can do everything on their own and i think this comes from a very wounded place what i want a very hyper independent woman to realize is that men still want to feel like men like they still want to lead they still want to be able to make a difference and be a significant piece in your life and i think one of the biggest things that men are looking for is is a way that you make him feel so if you're making him feel like you don't need him like he's worthless to you like he has has nothing to offer you then he is going to find someone else who does respect him and want him in their life if he's trying to do something for you and in acts of service is his love language and you're like no don't don't do that like i got it i'll do it on my own then you're gonna make him feel like okay well if she can do everything like what does she need me for i'm not saying that being independent and self-sufficient is a bad thing it's definitely not but i think there is an extent to if someone if a guy especially is offering to do something for you or is doing something for you being able to appreciate when he does take those efforts to make your life easier is going to really put you in a better place than saying like oh i can do it on my own for an example i used to be very very hyper independent and it obviously came from a very hurt place but um in my first relationship the guy that i was dating that i really took advantage of and i wish like obviously i want to find a guy like this now but it wasn't a fucking angel he cheated on me all the time but i will say that he the one thing that i now appreciate and love about him is that he never wanted me to take out my wallet like he wanted to pay for everything for us and like whenever we would go out to eat like he wanted to get it he was like gabby like that's just how i was raised like a woman shouldn't do that and i'm like no i got it like i got my own things like but it was coming from a hurt place and i don't think he realized that much and i didn't realize his i want to be able to bring value to this relationship too and like we're both in college at the time so um you know being able to go somewhere to eat and like me paying for it instead of him like that would really embarrass him and i'm like why is that embarrassing let me you know treat you sometimes but what i didn't realize is that that's how he was raised he was raised to be a gentleman and i at the time did not see value in that because i was so much in my like hyper independence that i had to also bring something to the table that my value wasn't enough in the relationships just an example of like being very hyper independent when it's working against you because i wasn't comfortable with receiving that much and when you're not comfortable with receiving you're not allowing your feminine nature it's taking his masculine energy away from him because i wanted to step up and 
play that masculine role. Again, men want to feel like they are men. They want to feel like they're bringing and being able to provide. And if they don't feel like that, then you've probably gotten yourself into a relationship or you're dealing with someone who has a lot of like feminine nature. And that's completely fine. It depends the dynamic, obviously, of what you want in a relationship. But if you're looking for a man to lead, but then you're also extremely independent, it's just never gonna work. It's two masculine energies that are coming together. There has to be a balance between masculine and feminine energy within a relationship. And that's what it comes down to. There's not a negative or positive to either side. That's just what it is. And if you show up in your masculine as a woman, you are going to attract men who are in their feminine. Don't expect to attract a hyper masculine man who's the alpha or whatever. Like, I hate when people say like, oh, well, she's an independent woman. So she needs someone who is doubly as masculine as her. If she just learned how to be a little bit more feminine when to drop into her feminine when to be able to just receive and be okay with receiving there wouldn't be a discrepancy there i wanted to talk about how the wounded feminine comes to be and i think that a lot of our generation grew up with fathers that were absent the way that that played out in how our society now is reactive to that is that a lot of women feel like they have to take on this masculine role because that was a void that they're trying to fill that was never present in their life. A lot of women grow up with these masculine qualities like I don't need a man because the man that was supposed to show up for her first in life, her father, was not there. So she feels like now she can't trust, she can't rely on any man. So instead, she becomes the man to herself, wounded feminine as an adult, where she doesn't trust the man to lead. What I've kind of noticed, the way that this kind of plays out for men in the same regard where the father was absent in his life, I've noticed that this usually plays out in two ways. And I can always tell when I'm dealing with a guy who has an absent father without even him bringing it up, I can usually tell that his father was not present in his life because usually one of two things happens. He either becomes hyper masculine which is borderline toxic masculinity if you will does not know how to treat women very misogynistic because he never learned how to treat women because he never had a father figure role in his life where he was able to treat his mom however he wanted to because he was never shown how to treat her and if she was a pushover and she just let him do do so he's going to think that he can use and abuse women does not know how to properly treat women this is one way that this plays out and i'm not saying that this happens in every case but usually that's what i've noticed or he becomes the complete opposite and knows exactly how to treat women but he also usually grows up with very feminine qualities so what i've noticed is a lot of like not a lot but like there are some guy friends that i've noticed that have a lot of feminine qualities because they grew up with just women in their life that they're they're good in in relationships and they're they usually know how to treat women but they usually have a lot more feminine nature qualities within them i can tell every single time like i can i could spot it out from far away if your dad was absent in your life i could smell daddy issues from a mile away but they usually grow up with feminine qualities and sometimes these men with feminine qualities usually have some kind of like pushover nature because if he grew up with a very strong independent woman probably played out that he became the feminine man that was 
also slightly a pushover. That's just usually how the dynamics play out. That's what I've noticed. I'm not saying that I am 100% accurate at all, but this is what I've noticed. Usually you can tell how a man grew up, if he had a father figure in his life and how his mom was, because if she was more of the pushover nature, he's unintentionally blaming women, his father figure leaving and does not know how to treat women. If the mom was very strong, very independent, um, almost like degrading to men. I've noticed that in men, the way that that plays out is that he's kind of a pushover because he learned at a very young age that he had to cater to his mom's needs. Usually some of the things that she says about men are almost degrading. So he grows up that he wasn't enough. So he feels like he has to prove himself out there when he does become an adult and starts to meet women. This is just what I've noticed. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a fucking expert in this, but I can guarantee if you find a man that is fits one of these descriptions, usually they're without a father or the father was slightly absent in their life and that's how that plays out. We show men how to treat us. So again, if we're playing into this like very masculine, we feel like we have to initiate, we feel like we have to go after, we feel like we have to chase. Um, we're the ones that are making the plan on a date. We're the ones that feel like we have to control everything. Texting him first all the time, reaching out to him, making sure he's okay, ignoring your own needs and making like him your top priority. I think a lot of times this shows up in very hyper independent women. I remember a little while ago, I was talking to this guy. I was texting him first basically all the time, almost every day. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm doing this every day. I sometimes have to catch myself doing this, right? And if you're the one always reaching out, take a step back, allow that person to show you that they're also interested. And I kind of ca caught myself. I realized this. I stopped texting him. One day I woke up and I'm like, let me see if he even texts me today. At the end of the day, I had not gotten a text from him. And I was like, wow. Okay, so this shows me exactly what I wanted to know, that he would not reach out. And then the next day, I, I'm not really sure who reached out. I think it was him, but he was like, well, you know, like, how come I haven't heard from you? And I was like, interesting because the phone works both ways. And what I was realizing that I was teaching him that I was going to reach out to him every single day. And I'm like, I literally called him out on it. I'm like, yo, the phone works both ways. If I, I have reached out almost every morning saying good morning to you, you know, like what, what's going on with that? And he was like, wow, you really put me in my place there. Like I didn't even realize. And I'm like, I'm not going to give you princess treatment. Sometimes we're teaching these men to be a little bit more in their feminine when we are the ones always initiating, always showing, showing up. And I think the best thing that you can do is take a step back, allow yourself to receive from them. If you are always the one showing the initiative, you're never going to know if that person is actually about you, if that guy is actually about you, because you're the one always showing up. So if you take the back seat and allow him to lead, he's either going to show up for you or he's going to drop the ball and you'll know right away that he's not as interested in you as you are in him. In which case, a clear sign for me anyway to walk away because if a man is not making the plans, if he's not reaching out to you, if he's not showing initiative, usually more times, more often than not, he's not interested. A guy who is interested and ready to be in a relationship, if that's what you're looking for, is going to show up. I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever reach out to him first. I'm not saying that you should initiate. He has to know also that you like him too, but allow him to control the situation a little bit. You'll get your clarity right away on what his intentions are 
if you take the back seat. Men love a little bit of a chase. Men love, oh, she's making me work for her. And as much as like, I, I don't care what men wants to argue at this point with me. This is facts. Honestly, we all love a little bit of a challenge. Men, women, doesn't matter what you are. We all love a little bit of a challenge. So if you're constantly showing up for him, constantly putting in effort, he's never gonna be given the chance to even chase you. He knows that he has you in the back. He doesn't need to go out of his way. You're making this so easy for him. Like make him work a little bit. Give him a little bit of a challenge because if not, then he's never going to really respect you because he always feels like you're going to be there. He can leave and come back, but you're always gonna be there. He can do whatever he wants on the side, but you're always gonna be there. I'm not making this video to shit on independent women. I think that is such a beautiful thing that because someone did not show up in your life that you have taken it upon yourself to fulfill every single need that you have, to pay your own bills, to live the life that you want to with or without someone in it. And that makes it so much more important. I think that independent women are actually slept on because any man that actually comes into your life now under the impression that you want him in your life, that you don't need him in your life, that you can do anything on your own. I think that is a beautiful thing, but I will say that men still want to feel like men. In knowing when to step back and allow a man to actually provide and step up to the plate and be the man that you need him to be, that is absolutely crucial if you want to have a happy and healthy relationship. So I wanna get into, I kind of talked about it a little bit already, but what a wounded feminine looks like. Basically the same thing as like a hyper-independent woman in my opinion, but not letting a man lead, making sure to let the man know that you don't need him. Men want to feel you they want to feel good in your presence if you're letting him know that you don't need him and making it known that everything that he does for you is a wasted effort he's gonna find that somewhere else if you're a hyper independent woman who's going on dates and you're showing up like this is a job interview and seeing if he checks all of your boxes again men want to feel good in your presence this shouldn't feel like you are interrogating him and i think that i used to do this a lot actually when i would go on dates is constantly the one who is asking all of the questions instead of allowing him to like ask some questions back i feel like i would just always be the one constantly back to back to back of questions without even letting there be a little bit of a silence for him to pick up the conversation and lead the conversation if you feel like you struggle with this you're probably operating from a wounded feminine place if you feel like you're always the one asking questions on the date maybe give like one or two questions for every like five questions that he asks ask him questions too you don't want it to be a one-sided interview it should be back and forth but again if you feel like you are the only one asking questions on a date take a step back and allow him to lead the conversation and ask questions when you feel it's appropriate if there's a little bit of an awkward silence let there be it's okay let him pick it up another thing that i would bring up is talking about men in a derogatory way if you feel like you're always saying like men ain't shit like all these men are trash it's not true there are good men out there that are willing to put in the effort and actually have a healthy relationship there's tons of men out there you just are looking in the wrong places and you're operating from a very wounded aspect so this is a very good sign that you're in your wounded feminine or another way if you're constantly putting them down in order to bring yourself up for instance let's say that you are very widely traveled and that's something that you really enjoy but he's only been to like two countries if you're looking down on him for 
his achievements for what he does if you think that you're better than him in any aspect he's not going to want to be around you because it doesn't feel good to be around you men want to feel good around you in order to keep you around if this sounds like you you are operating from a place of hurt this is because you do not feel safe you don't feel like you are in control and you're obsessed with being in control you feel like you have to take reins of the situation because you don't trust the man to show up for you the way that a man should you're operating from control which is a place of hurt being able to heal yourself and allowing yourself to receive is going to get you so much further with in your dating and relationship life than trying to control each situation that you go into. I think that a lot of times I will, you know, be in a working situation and I have a female boss, like I'll have a female boss throughout my life. I'm talking about not just one specific instance, but I know right away how their love life is based on who they show up as in the office. I've had terrible experiences with female bosses that feel like they have to prove something if you feel like you have to prove yourself especially in the workplace it is very likely that you do not have a happy and successful relationship at home a woman who shows up in a leadership position if she feels like she has to prove herself and outdo the men in the office these women are typically trying to gain that recognition that she is better than a man usually do not have the best luck and love and when she's operating as a place of like empowerment and caring nature, her true feminine nature is, I usually can tell that she's either married or has a significant other. Yes, she's in a leadership role. You know, she might be in her masculine at work, but she's still in her feminine because she's still nurturing, caring, empowering other people around her. Usually have a lot more success in dating and relationships. See, the thing is this, both women are strong and independent and can probably handle anything. There is a huge difference when it comes to love. If he doesn't feel like he has to step up in order to win you over, you've already lost the battle. I encourage you to have your own opinions. I truly think that an empowered woman who is healed doesn't feel like she has to prove herself to anyone. I think that she can outdo a lot of men in their jobs just by being in her true feminine nature. But instead, I think a lot of women think that they have to prove themselves in the workplace, which to me seems counterproductive. I think you just go a lot far farther in life when you allow yourself to heal from past wounds. So. First of all, being self-aware enough to know when you are maybe in a wounded place and having the want to fix that. Because if you don't have the want, if you think that all men are trash and you want to degrade them and, you know, be this hyper independent woman, you're probably going to end up alone. And that is something that you need to come to terms with. But if you are like, look, I want to fucking heal. Maybe you didn't have the self-awareness before this video and you're like, oh my God, wait, this sounds like me totally cool you're coming to the realization now and that's fantastic i'd love to work with you this is a lot of times what i help women work through the sooner that you heal this aspect of you the better quality people that you're going to bring into your life the more happy and fulfilled i think that you'll be because you're not operating from a place of having to prove yourself having to control every situation having to go the extra mile to prove that you are worthy because you are worthy just by being just simply by being and the quicker that you realize that you're going to be in so much better shape but that is it for this week's episode i really hope that you enjoyed if you could please hit that like 
subscribe, turn on your bell notifications if you're watching this on YouTube. And then if you're watching this anywhere else, please leave that five-star rating and I will truly appreciate you forever. I don't plan on taking any other breaks anytime soon. We'll see you all next Tuesday and it's been a pleasure. I love spending time with you. I love hearing from you. So if you feel the need to reach out, I am open to DM requests.